everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode of Talking About Sex, Tell Me Your Story. And we have an amazing couple with us tonight, the Millers. Um, if you would like to introduce yourself, I'd love to hear about you. Well, I'm Ashley Miller. Hello, all. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Tyrone. <laughs> And how did you, um, so let's go all the way back. So how did you two meet? He tells the story best. (laughs) So I was uh, a young lady that I had previously got out of the relationship with. Mm -hmm. I was buying her gift. And the person that I was buying them from happens to be her cousin. So I I was talking to her cousin about, you know, what color I wanted or whatever. And this one here walked through the, through the background. Mm. So I said, I said, who's that? <laughs> she was like, don't, she said, don't worry about it. It's my cousin and she don't want you. And she, <laughs> she called me like all types of whores and stuff. She don't want no whore. I said, man, put her on the phone. <laughs> so she got, and she got on the phone and uh, I, I told her how beautiful she was and, you know, mm. like sugared it all up and all that stuff. So we, we established contact. We became Facebook friends and I was messaging her. And she was she wasn't responding. Mm. However, she she also was new to Facebook and she didn't know that I seen that she read all of my messages. I know, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> so I said, shit, was well, she reading them? I might as well keep going. At least, you know, <laughs> at least I ain't been ignored. And one day she finally responded, and that's when I got her ass. Gotcha. And that was all she wrote. All right. He was being <laughs> persistent. And... Yes, he was, and it works. Yes. So this episode, we're going to kind of talk about uh, the lifestyle, um, mm-hmm. being in an open, uh, you know, um, relationship, how to navigate that. And I know our listeners, you know, have a bunch of questions for couples, like even, you know, how to get into it, how to even approach your partner with that topic, because, you know, sex is not, you know, a, a common topic that people talk about. Um, so when you guys got together, how did, you know, you, um, you know, open that topic up to each other? How did, you know, which one came, uh, you know, which one said or asked something to, um, the other person first, how did that come about? And, you know, Lania, to be perfectly honest, it was so just so cohesive. It almost mm. fell out of our lips together. I am not lying because he <laughs> seriously, because he and his past relationships always thought about it. I am my past relationship and marriage okay. also too thought about it, but we just cannot manifest that in a situation we were. So I remember talking on the porch and I don't know who brought up the subject, but we both basically was like, let's try the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let's see what this is about. Um, so we both shared a, a common interest in it. Um, and then the next step was basically just like figuring out, well, where do you even start? Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we've never really done this before, never done it before, you know, and don't really hear too many people, you know, uh, being introduced into the lifestyle. Yeah. So we kind of started on the body shop and. Mm-hmm. And the body you know, shop's a local lifestyle club here um, in our city. And um So your first time at a lifestyle club, since you've never, both of you have never done this before, what was that experience like? Did you talk about things before you went in? Did you have boundaries? Did you have, you know, uh, rules or, you know, can and cannot? Like, how did you, 
you know, go through that process? Well, mm-hmm. it, was, <laughs> it was, it was, the club atmosphere was like super, super dope, first of all. Mm-hmm. However, before we even made it to a club, we was kind of like our own club, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, mm-hmm. we've seen or slash done all of the stuff before we even went into a club. Okay. But it was, it was, it was very, very dope and liberating seeing so many people doing it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was like live porn. We were like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it was, it was a cool experience. It was. And like, even outside of everybody just being sexually charged, just like a really nice atmosphere of people that share mm-hmm. these, these these interests you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. yes and one of the the good things about uh, a lifestyle club like that is you know you can go to just watch and get like mm-hmm. your feet wet so mm-hmm. you don't even have to like engage you know mm-hmm. in anything um yeah, now didn't. you didn't so for the first time you didn't you just kind of went you know saw things and and kind of got that experience so, it was four of us that went my wife and I and a couple that we were talking to okay Mm-hmm. So all four of us used to go into one room and mm-hmm. because the, the rate, the way the rooms are set up has a little chain on there. Mm-hmm. When you go in the room, if you put the chain up, then that means everyone outside can watch. Mm-hmm. No one can enter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course, for us four, we just had the chain up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, ex- okay. and we did it. We, and we experienced how we wanted to experience the side of that room like everyone else was, you mm-hmm. know. And I like that. I like that you found another uh, couple that you, mm-hmm. you know, felt comfortable with and wanted to experience mm-hmm. that with. And that's mm-hmm. another option for lifestyle clubs as well. You don't have to just go by yourself. You can definitely go with friends or a couple uh, that absolutely. you um, are interested in. So for people that are kind of like curious about this lifestyle, how do you find other people that are interested like, do you know, it's not a, like a Facebook, like, hey, I'm in life. Oh, hey, I'm swinging. You know what I mean? Like, how yeah, do you find yeah. other couples or people interested? Well, the cool thing about the body shop, and I'm not sure how other lifestyle clubs operate. They also have a website and their website is almost like kind of a lifestyle Facebook, if you will. You know, people have their profiles, what they're looking for, what they are looking for. And it's just like really important, especially when you already have a partner or a spouse to match four energies right mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. you know and that and that can be difficult and two you really don't know what to expect so like the more you're in the lifestyle the more like you have a clear vision of okay what works for us what does not work for us yeah. you know but you have to have those experiences like we went through the oh we we're going to be swingers and it was like uh you know health mm-hmm. and safety is our priority so you know to each your own but that wasn't for us and then we try you know polyamory polyamory and that's what we're into now dating couples which mm-hmm. we feel feel is like a nice feminine masculine balance for what we're trying to do you know yes yes I love that um so navigating all of this a lot of emotions and um, absolutely you know all <coughs> jealousy. that come, yes jealousy and that, you know what Lindy and that's so important to mention is about jealousy and insecurities mm-hmm. like those happen in monogamous relationships yeah. you can bet your bottom dollar it's going to happen in polyamory relationships however a good friend of ours i remember saying he had he had um him and his two wives you know have a show and um him saying like not letting jealousy become bigger than the two of you 
Right. When yeah. it comes, address it. And, and, and time makes me feel, my husband, I'm telling you, makes me feel so comfortable with addressing it. When I have insecurities and jealousies, I come to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he don't have as many as I do because, mm-hmm. you know, we're just different. <laughs> <laughs> but when he does, he also comes to me too. And it's just so important to have that open line of communication. Yes, that's a huge key, that communication, because I think when people hear the lifestyle or swinging polyamory, they just think of more sex, more fucking, all of that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. in all actuality, there needs to be more communication, more openness, more talking, Mm -hmm. more, you know, um, compromising Mm -hmm. to try to get schedules on the same page Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. all of that. So, you know, how do you find a balance with all of that? Well, I mean, I think you initially got to consider that communication as the balance, mm-hmm. because like, if if we're not on the same page, <laughs> nothing that we're trying to accomplish or do will work. Right, right. It would always be the back and forth. Like nobody would be happy, and like she ain't going nowhere, and I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So like, listen, nigga, if you excuse my language, if <laughs> if if. if you feel like this and I feel like that. Uh, we're going to figure this shit out and we're mm-hmm. going to keep it moving. Right. Yeah. We're not going to sit there and pout and be mad at each other. And we don't do none of that. We've been together for almost five years okay. and we've had <clears throat> two small arguments and one big argument. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's big. Mm-hmm. And that's because when we first met each other, one of our first conversations, like literally was about what type of person we are, what we've done, how we are, what we would like, like shit that that's not a regular introduction. Right. I mean, and I, I, I basically brought it out of her because I went into our situation. and was like, listen, I like this, 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 and that. I don't mm-hmm. like this. I want to try this. I want to do that. And it opened up her to be able to be like, well, damn, that's a nice start. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it lets her know if, the, if this is what she's ready for also. Mm-hmm. And like she said, there was, Things that she felt in her la- in her previous marriage that she never was able to express, and there it all, there it is all in, on the table in front of you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we hit our shit off, and we we never really have uh, miscommunication. So our miscommunication is personal. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like some we just being nuts towards each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> However, like we don't have a big miscommunication. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, no apprehensions about what we're doing. You feel what I'm saying? And you did say about the child, you know, and just uh, communication and schedules and children. And mm-hmm. I mean, it is hard, you know, to navigate um, when you're when you're in when you're in deep with the situation. But like if you're just like being flirtatious and playing around, that's easy to do. But like right. when you like really uh, go deep into polyamory and like trying to build relationships with people. Yeah, that that. It, it can, you know, be exhausting because your home life is your home life first. And then everything else expands beyond that, you know, so. Yes. And you have, you know, personalities and attitudes, good days and bad days to navigate mm-hmm. with, you know, your par- partners that you mm-hmm. are engaging with. And so with all of this, where did you like, where did your sex education come from? Did you have any, what, you know, sparked your interest into this like lifestyle? Did you know about it before you two got together? Like, did you, was there any education for you both? Was it just, you know? Well, I know for me, um, 
in my previous marriage, we tried it, but mm-hmm. it was more of just like having threesomes, things of that nature, okay, you know, okay. and, and I never had the opportunity to like experience another man as well, oh, you know? Okay. So, so I guess I've always felt like I was just like a big ball of just sexual energy. <laughs> And when you're young, you don't know how to properly express that, right. you know, because it consider, it's considered taboo. But the older you become and it's like, oh, I can try some of these things that's been roaming around in my mind. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. just like starting with the thought and finding the right chemistry to be able to execute your thought. It means a lot. Yeah. What about you? Well, I had extensive, extensive education, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only... <laughs> Only well, just this is being truthful and being honest. So I did quite some, uh, a, quite a bit of time in prison, right? Mm-hmm. And like at one point in my life, women were like my focus. Like mm-hmm. I used to read books by women, and it like it helped me started like understanding and learning women and all that stuff. Because before I went in, I didn't obviously, you know, because we are we. I was young, and all you want to do is get some coochie and all of that shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So like I read all of the books that I should read about understanding a woman. I love that. Mm-hmm. And like, and they literally, I never read any men's uh, perspective about, you know, I have, no, I'm, I'm lying, but I have read more books about women from women about mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. because who else, you know, better to write about a woman than the woman. Yes. But I, I also, love that. Mm-hmm. But I, I would also read books by men who love their woman. You know, mm-hmm. and he also wrote a book. Speaking Ooh, about books, yeah, okay. I, I wasn't done. I wasn't <laughs> done. So out of all of this, and you know, it wasn't just about you know the woman's mind. Obviously, her anatomy, like her presence, yeah. And like I used to read, like, of course Zane. Everybody know who Zane is. Mm-hmm. But, like in jail, you get access to like so much more shit to read on that subject than you can out here. So huh? like I used to read like how to make her come off of sucking her toes and I'm saying, oh, like, oh, look at this. Yes. This <laughs> and so like I'm, I'm reading it all and I'm digesting <laughs> so much. I said, shit, we need to write a book <laughs> because like also the dudes around me, I'm, get, I'm giving them the game. Like I had one of my, <laughs> yes. I had one of my homies to this day. One of my homies called me like Master Yoda <laughs> because like and he and he's my old head. <laughs> I call him Master Yoda. <laughs> but like, I've uh, read all of these things and I just started fig- thinking to myself, like, all right, I got to master this shit. Like, mm-hmm. I got all of the freaking, you know, the little pinpoints, but shit, you got yet to experience all of this shit. Like, you got to put it into action. Mm-hmm. So I, I wrote the book. Uh, I never published or nothing like that. I had literally wrote it and I was going to sell it only to women Mm-hmm. Give, it, give it away free to men. You know what I'm saying? Like real shit. Yes. There was a reason behind it. Because every woman should be able to communicate with her spouse or a dude that she got in her presence about how she wants to be treated, love, mm-hmm. affectionate towards and all of that. So it's gonna be it's gonna cost her to teach this joker how to get right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But it's free for the joker looking to get right. Yes. Nice and you know. Concept. Yes. I mean, I, I love that because you took it upon yourself to educate yourself. Um, and you know, the biggest, you know, sexual organ is your mind. Right. And And I think nowadays 
there's so many podcasts and books and all this stuff you can read. So like, if you're not listening to your partner and, you know, pleasing them at, at this point, it's like a choice. Like you're choosing not mm. to, you know what I mean? Well, all that knowledge out there. She'll right. tell you. Seriously. She, she'll tell you. I'm like a freaking Casanova. <laughs> like I'm going to, I'm going to make love to a woman's mind. Yeah. And I'm a break and I'm a break her off at the same time. <laughs> there you go. That's, but you know, it's, that's it's awesome. extremely, it's extremely important. Like it, because it's really, really, really beyond sex. Mm-hmm. However, the moment that two humans make the decision to, to freaking experience one another, that's like the highest expression of receiving somebody else. Yeah. So in that moment, I need this shit to be epic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, you know, with you thinking about that, how did you, you know, get rid of this jealousy? Um, You know, toward, you know, usually as men, they're very jealous and, you know, they don't like other, you know, men touching or talking to their woman or stuff like that. So how did you navigate that? I can give you an easy example, right? Mm-hmm. so uh and our first you know first time we experienced another uh trio yeah my, my man had, he has two wives okay so uh we really still we still really good friends with him to this day however he's been in a lifestyle for a very long time okay he's you know he's all, all he's 50 mm-hmm. or if not he's close to 50 or something like that and he's been a part of the lifestyle for about 35 years you know okay so basically, since he was a child, and uh, he, we had a conversation after we had all, you know, had fun together and all of that stuff, and like, and he was just explaining to me, ex- express. I had a, je- a jealous moment. I can't really remember what it was about. It was something petty, mm-hmm. and I didn't say it to him. I said it to this one, and she let it slip out in front of him. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, him and I, he, we, he's very, very articulate. He knows how to word some shit. Like he's a very good teacher, if you will. Mm-hmm. So we had a conversation and in like the conversation was all about the jealousy and all of that stuff. And, it, and it, it was making a lot of sense or whatever, if you will. And he said this one example, he said, just think about it. Like my dick may curve a little bit to the left, yours curve a little bit to the right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, mm-hmm. it only makes sense to, it's not about the, the jealous part of it. You have to understand this is, it needs to be different because that's the point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one, you know, I don't know, speaking from a woman's perspective, that was one of the hardest things for me to accept, like, all right now, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I seen the way she was sucking your dick. You right, know, right, so right. I seen the way she was riding you, you know? And then we just like, you have to realize, like, first off, uh, I'm your wife. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I come first in your life, you know, all those good things, but also that we are different. Our anatomies are different. And, you know, people respond, you know, with their lubricants differently. And people learn how to suck dick differently and do, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody she got their tips and tricks. Though. Everybody got their tips and tricks. So it's just like, just trying to learn how to understand the, the need of comparing. Mm-hmm. what your partner is experiencing outside of you, it can be detrimental if you don't check those insecurities and jealousies and or speak about them and, you know, hope that your partner makes 
change to make you feel comfortable. She'd be the opposite, though. <laughs> Pay him no mind. Pay him no mind. Like, well, no, and this this might be important for the listeners as well. Mm-hmm. So when I, I'm not saying the opposite, like, in a mean way. Just that how the communication is. This opens up the door for communication. And, like, she'll see me performing, and she'll be like, you, I ain't like the way you fucking this shit out of her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, and, and, and then I'll see her performing and I'll tell her the shit turns me on. Oh, you know what okay. I'm saying? I'm like, like oh, that shit. I'm like, baby, you riding the fuck out of this dick. Or some shit like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? <laughs> but I ain't correct her. <laughs> uh oh. So, with that, do you have a safe hmm. word or any uh, key words that you talk, you know, or say to each other in those instances? Pineapples. Okay, like, no. no. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a common one. You um, know what? Or do you no, save it till afterwards? You know what, Lania? Honestly, we actually don't. Okay. Only because we we go into a situation. Listen, we know. Okay, we met somebody. Listen, they about to come over. We going over. We going out. We already have a game plan. So what's gonna happen? Oh yeah. You so, know. What I'm okay. So what? What is our intentions? That's you the, know. That's the that's the big thing is because we don't just see people. You know what I'm saying we find two motherfuckers and we that's where we leave it. Gotcha. So we already, okay. You know what I'm saying? So like whenever we're in the acts and all of that stuff, we already know. We, and plus our communication, first off, it's, ours is the same. It always has been. What I don't like, what I don't want, what's ain't, what ain't going to happen that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So when, whenever we're experiencing somebody else, it's already somebody that we've been in a relationship with, you know? Yeah. Okay. So you, you like to build more, re- you know, relationship types than just, you know, random hookups, I guess. If you know, because that's another thing people get confused that with, you know, which is definitely a part of it. Um, but yeah, finding couples that you that, can, you know, be with is also one. It's also an option as well. You know, we kind of like I said, teeter totter, like what works for us, what don't work for us. And and Tasha, as you know, Ty mentioned, we'll deal with a couple and we'll mm-hmm. ride it out, but when it don't work. We'll go do another, you know, so we we'll deal with right one, on one right, right. So one couple at a time, you know, because again, safety is, 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 you know, right. paramount, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And knowing, and that, and that's a, a good thing you brought up the safety wise. Um, so that's another thing to talk about and discuss, you know, with partners and everything is the last time they were tested and, you know, protection usage, you know, birth control because, you know, of pregnancy possibilities, oh, yeah. if it's, you know, a heterosexual yes. couple. Um, yes. So, yes. you you know, you've talked about all of that with your couple before you engaged and all of that. Oh, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. my husband and I, we already know our boundaries. So it's like, what are we going in, you know? expecting or not expecting you know Mm -hmm. and um yes we definitely said it from the door hey listen this is our boundaries i mean because like it it just sounds so it sounds formal but it's very necessary to say hey this is what we're into this we're not into this we're looking for this we're not looking for whatever couple that you meet so yeah before we engage we already know like yeah how to proceed basically yeah so now in this lifestyle, do you actually, is it just more physical or is there dating? Because I know sometimes people get confused or kind of want that as a bonding point. Well, let's go to dinner. Let's hang out. You know, mm-hmm. is, you know, for you personally, is that something that you guys do enjoy anything like that? 
so in this lifestyle for us, mm-hmm. it is an it, it is absolutely important to 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 have a healthy balance of both. Yeah, like the day in and the sexual aspect of it, because we ain't just fucking y'all. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if we if we're gonna be involved with a couple or you know mm-hmm. an individual for myself and an individual for my wife if we're going to be involved and we ain't going to be like everywhere else right right that, okay. it, like she said like we worry about diseases yeah mm-hmm. so you know what i'm saying and, and we just that's why we make sure that some individuals that we find whatever individual we find are as charged and focused as we are mm-hmm. you know like like to do the date because my wife she all her guy now she all touchy filly and like really feminine and all of that shit. <laughs> and like I'm I'm like literally the opposite. Okay. Meanwhile, the guy is the opposite of me. Oh, you know, the, okay. they'll be sitting in a restaurant and they be like, I love your eyes. Like, no, I love your eyes. <laughs> like that type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm on the other side. And me and the, the uh, lady friend that I'm I'm with, like we like we the same. She a foot and a half away from me or some <laughs> shit like that. He is not lying. <laughs> I love it. I love it though because it's different, but it works. You know what it's I mean? How, and yeah. that's the most important thing. It's like what works for you and your partner, your spouse. You know, whatever situation you're in, what works for y'all. You cannot try to fit into that cookie cutter. Yes society of what so even within the lifestyle people will say oh it should be like this or it shouldn't be like this like no people are in the lifestyle to feel liberated mentally mm-hmm. spiritually mm-hmm. sexually so it sh- there shouldn't be boundaries outside of what you and your partner established what your boundaries are you know what works for y'all may not work for the next but you got to find out what works and uh like from the gate i had let her know like we're not putting ourselves in no box right like you know we initially i guess we was could we could be considered like when we first got in i guess we could be considered at the time as swingers okay and then we learned about polyamory so we like yeah like that's what that's more of what we are mm-hmm. okay. you know what i'm saying and but after that i'm like hold up listen <laughs> be- because the, even that label i mean if, if for people who don't know polyamorous means to have multiple loves yeah and with my wife and the other three, I mean, myself and the three outside of me, that could be considered multiple loves, but that's not what they mean in that multiple, because they're not saying stop there. Multiple right. is also for them to experience. And then there's theirs to be doing whatever it is that they want to do. Mm. So like, I don't put ourselves inside of the box of polyamory either because we don't got multiple loves. She mm. she got a, she got a husband and a, and a man friend and a lady. <laughs> gotcha. That's okay. it, you know? Yeah. It ain't like her guy is seeing other women and those women are seeing other men like that, right. you know? So it's like that guy is seeing her. Yeah. Right. So it's like a closer knit, like kind of family, uh, is. you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that, I mean, that sounds, you know, like it's really, you know, working for both of you. Mm-hmm. How, so how long have you been um, in the uh, lifestyle? Was like th- going on three years. Three I want to say. Yeah. Going on three years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess. Or like more, like more stronger towards two and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere around there, two and a half, three years. Yep. Now, do you, have you told family, friends, do they ask you, mm-hmm. do they curious, do you keep it like private? How do you navigate, uh, you know, um, those areas? Well, interestingly enough, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we are, 
private people. We really mm-hmm. are. Um, so only like my mom knew that, you know, we were dating uh, our first couple that we were officially dating and not just like, you know, having fun with. Right. Um, of course, his brother and family knew. But then the world knew from Facebook. Oh, no. Was it a post or was it? It was her. Some, no, 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 no. Yes. no. I'm going to tell you what no, it was. No, 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 no. Someone was, someone was posting. Someone was angry with the, the, the wife of the couple. Okay. Prior to us. Oh, okay. But she was on Facebook involving my husband and I. No, she so wasn't. I felt, she never said that. So either. I felt oh. responsible to respond. But anyway, that's in the past. But yeah, said our name. Yeah, my wife got on there and made her statement true by responding. I felt the need. I felt the <laughs> right, need. You felt I it. Felt, right. oh. I did. However, um, yeah, no, our, our our family do know. You know, they they understand that we live a different life. They may not understand the detail. You know, with that mm-hmm. consist of, but they they know we have, you know, different different loves outside of our core. Yeah. Mama? When what? Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, go ahead. No, my family absolutely knows, mm-hmm. but it's it's. Every, I mean, the people that's in my in our close circle know, right? And it's important that, especially for me, it's important the people that around me know or whoever because they think it's something else, right? And I get right. a chance to educate them on what it really is, like mm. you know, like <laughs> male friends, but oh shit, you got it made, you get you get the fuck into that, that. like I'm like. I said, well, it's like the opposite. Of course, I get to enjoy and experience two women. However, like right. I'm, I take care of two women. I take care of them emotionally. And that's you know the thing. Like, People do not get that part of it. I love mm-hmm. that you said that because that's true. Like I said before, mm-hmm. people just think it's sex. There is so much more it is. to attend to, you know? It is. It's a whole. And listen. All of these men be talking about, you know, one of our biggest gripes of women is like they get on our nerves or like they nagging and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. So, so understand, like in this lifestyle, you're going to deal with that times two, mm-hmm. but like not nagging and all of that shit in a negative way. So you like mentally, you have to prepare yourself to be able to like love and share your love more than one way. And on top of that, be accepting of whatever it is whatever uh, state of mind that mm-hmm. your lady is into on that day. Yeah, that's true. And that shit could be toxic. <laughs> it could be toxic. <laughs> yes. Because I have to be mindful that, you know, my wife worked however many hours that she worked today. So when she get home, I rub her feet and suck on that box. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, and, and also, also knowing that I haven't spent time with the other lady in two or three days you feel what i'm right. saying so like now i got the shower and and, and go do what i got to do somewhere else mm-hmm. so like you know it, it it ain't just me like yeah my wife just got me off i can lay here and relax like us still somebody else that may need to be satisfied as well and i have to feel like i can fit both shoes and i mean i do i, I do a great job of balancing mine i make my wife feel like the I'm freaking queen of the universe big, every day shoes over here And that's the thing, you know, a lot of times, you know, there's um, different hierarchies in, you know, different relationships. And, um, you know, if if they're married, that those are the, you know, main, that's the main couple, and then it branches out. 
Um, but like you said, you know, fulfilling all of that and having the energy and the know-how, um, that can definitely be very, um, you know, rewarding, but yes, draining, like you said, different, different things. Like if you had a bad day, you know, it's also sharpening me. It's Mm. keeping me sharp as a man, because like I said, a lot of the books that I initially read were, you know, books by women about women. And I told you, like, I made women my freaking study. Mm -hmm. So like in the process of me having two women, I'm learning what I'm supposed to be doing, how to do it, how to make her feel like the most high, like, and do this shit times two. Mm-hmm. You're like, and I, I don't, I don't fumble. Yeah. And I, and I must say, like, speaking of hierarchy, there is, I don't know how everyone else function, but amongst my husband and I, there is a natural hierarchy. It, mm-hmm. it, it really is. Like, he knows that he's priority and, you know, king, and I know that who I am in his life, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just about the people we bring into our lives, understanding that we are our core first and has extended abroad, you know, because it's like, you know, not to sound um, harsh or rude to any manner, but it's like because the man I'm dating, he may say, hey, I found someone who I want to be priority with them and build a family with them. And a woman he's dating, you know, he's dating me and say, hey, I found the man I want to have more children and things of that nature. So realizing that when these expansions of us may break off, we still have to be the core. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So in that comes a natural hierarchy. Because what if I'm like putting my man friend above my husband needs? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like and vice versa. So it it has, you know, it has to be honored and respected and understood amongst all parties. And we, we, we do that mainly without saying that right because you don't want right. to be rude and ignorant to people you know <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the <laughs> bitch i'm the queen bitch <laughs> right 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 no but the foundation that you two have built is strong because you see a lot of times people are like um oh they wanted a threesome but you know to save the relationship or something and, and that it doesn't do that you know um so having yeah. that strong foundation and um that communication, trust, and all of that is definitely, um, yeah, super important. Definitely navigating the lifestyle. Um, have you read any books about the lifestyle? I read briefly. Like, I can't even say read, skim through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the something slut. The... Yes, the ethical slut. I was just going to Oh, yes. my goodness. Listen, the chapters that I was jumping in and out of, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You know, I, I mean, it, it was speaking truth and giving knowledge about these taboo topics, if you will. Yeah. And uh, so that's the only book I've ever read on, Shit, on the just, topic. I just breezed through that one also. I don't have time to read. So like, <laughs> I'll listen to people talk about it or something. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, so The Ethical Slut, there's a new version of it. And that okay. is an absolutely amazing book that helps definitely people navigate, you know, getting into the lifestyle, different relationships. And you're right. We are way too complex as humans. And a lot of times we have to think of like who told us what a relationship is and what should look Mm. like. And Mm. that is usually more based off of like a cis hetero white man's version Mm. of uh, what things should look like. But uh, Mm. the ethical slut really goes into detail about all the different types of relationships there is out there. Um, another good book is Polysecure. 
And oh. um, yeah, so uh, to any of the listeners out there, if anybody wants any books to read, those are two definitely uh, great books to have on your bookshelf if you're curious or wanting to get into the lifestyle. Um, do you two have any final like tips or keys that you want to, you know, drop on our listeners? What would you like to end this with that they could take away? Want to go first? <laughs> By all means. Uh, well, <laughs> most importantly, mm-hmm. it's it's sharing yourself mm-hmm. with somebody else. And I mean, like, not keeping back something like your dark shit and all, all of that stuff. Like, no, put that shit on the table from the gate. Mm-hmm. That lets her know, like, damn, I, I, I got my dark shit, too. You know, and relationships literally. So people that get married and have these big ass weddings and all of that shit. They're never ever, they get divorced. Mm-hmm. This is some, some real shit. People that sit down and figure some shit out together mm-hmm. and be like, all right, let's spend this little bit of money. I'm saying, go ahead, unionize or make this shit a union and, and, and keep it moving. They thrive. Mm-hmm. They thrive. Mm-hmm. And that's because from the gate, they let that, sh- they put that shit, they, they share themselves with the other person. So like communicate that shit from the gate. It literally has to be only about who I am show me how to love you you feel what i'm saying like show me how Mm -hmm. not that you want to be treated but how you should and need to be treated like Mm -hmm. and that's how i get down with my wife she don't there's a lot of shit she don't have to say like it's very fucking simple you know Mm -hmm. yes i love that we make yeah we make this shit hard to love somebody else and to do right by them and all of that shit is fucking simple Yes, we do complicate it, don't we? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ashley? Um, I would say do not live by society standards. <laughs> You're grown. Mm-hmm. You make your own decisions in life as long as they're not hurting you or hurting others. Yes. Whatever you feel as though life should be on your life journey, embody that shit. <laughs> yes, I love that. Well, thank you so much for um, being on this episode. Um, all of our listeners you. can find um, and listen to this podcast on all streaming services. Um, please don't forget to comment, like, share uh, the podcast. And um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Tickle.Life's podcast, talking about sex. Tell me your story. Um, have a good evening. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>